2: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com.
1: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. Do you... When
3: you hear Jay Cutler say that the offensive game plans have been pretty bad regarding the Chicago Bears, does that make you think, okay, maybe it hasn't all been Justin Fields?
1: Okay, two things. First of all, sometimes I think his name is Jake Utler. Utler, uh, that makes sense. And then, also, that's probably why they were like, hey, you can keep your job, but everybody else has got to go. For With
3: Eberflus? Eberflus, Because right? the offensive game plans
2: were actually bad? Yeah. Does that, Mike, does that... Make you feel like because yes and no because he was horrible to start the year and he was complaining about it, but it seemed like it got fixed. They had, I mean it. It counts if you start the year October twentieth, the Bears make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. You have right. to he, the first six and seven games of the year count too, and they were one of the worst teams in the NFL, and so they couldn't overcome the horrible first half that they had. But the second half, I thought they got a lot of things corrected, and that's why there's the true discussion of, should you just keep Justin Fields and move the first pick for more assets around that team because Justin Fields played so well? That conversation in week eight of the regular season was, no, you don't move that pick at all. Justin Fields is horrible. Yeah. But he wasn't horrible the second half of the season. He was I'll say an above-average quarterback. Not great, but above-average in the NFL. He so. like he was
3: playing freer and with more like a understanding of what he was supposed to And so connecting I felt like with they D.J. Had, Moore. Yeah, I
2: felt like they had to change some things to become that bad at something to become above-average at something.
3: Yeah, so what you're saying is, uh, Kevin, you, you have very little to zero respect for Jake Utler. But Jake Cutler,
1: I got some respect for him. Okay, all right. Don't don't we feel like he I,
3: has I think, a decent idea? I thought he I thought he was he had a big arm. Uh, there were many years that I was like I'm drafting this dude in fantasy, and he let me down. Uh, so but,
1: now you're done with him as
3: totally for the, for the most part. I always okay. thought that he was kind of one of those guys that didn't study much and didn't try really hard.
2: <laughs> but it he was look, very talented. It also looked like he didn't try very hard at his marriage either with that. <laughs> Cavalry girl from...
3: from How what? do you know that was
2: his fault? I don't know. Just when you watch clips from that show, not that I watched that show, but when mm, you watch sounds clips... Sounds like you watched that show. He seemed very disinterested in his marriage. But was he beat down by her? I is think that so. Okay. I'm like, you You married a Beverly Hills girl. Like You know what you're getting into there. You're like a Tennessee kid or something. Yeah. I think
3: he is. I know he went to Vanderbilt, but I know he was on... Harvard of the South. He was like part of that uh, podcast with... Uh, with Bargatze. Bargatze. Oh, yeah. The oh, Tennessee really? kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's maybe that's where I get the Tennessee part of it. I don't know. No, he,
2: he has to be from Tennessee. What other human who's good at football would choose Vanderbilt for their school?
3: Well, for education purposes. Yeah, for
2: education, 100%. That's why they're horrible at football. <laughs> they're all there for education. And they're yeah. really good at baseball, yeah. though. I need most of my kids to just want to pass. <laughs> Not the football. Yeah, that means they care a lot about their sport.
3: <laughs> baseball, though, they're really yeah. good at baseball. How'd that happen?
2: Well, in baseball, in a weird way, you have to have kids that you know are going to pass. If a kid fails in baseball because baseball is not considered a very good sport to make money off of in college, if a kid, let's say, gets a 50% scholarship, which is a lot of a scholarship, that's about as big as a scholarship as you can get in baseball is 50%, Wow! if he fails out you lose that scholarship next year. So he's failed out. That 50%, you only get 11.7. Now your school is down to 11.2 scholarships in baseball for a year. So if you talk to college coaches, they really can't have a kid on the border of, I don't know if he can pass it. I'm just using Texas A&M for an example. It's Harder to replace. Yeah, because you, do don't, that. you don't get that scholarship back. In football, they give you 8,000 scholarships for 40 spots. So you literally have kids on full scholarships that never play a down in their life. Yeah. But it's because it makes so much money. They don't care. They're like, look, we're not taking away. If our coach needs, I think it's 60 something scholarships in football. We need all 60 of those because this is our money maker. And we know there's going to be 10 kids a year that get recruited that go there that never play one snap their entire career at a major school. But they're like, this makes so much money. We're okay giving scholarships away to kids that never really helped the program.
3: I that is a an angle of it I never thought of. And I guess when since you don't have as Kevin as many starters, uh, you know the the people who are the deciders on that are like, oh, man, what you need what, ten eleven guys they don't you
2: know, yeah. they need they need more they yeah. need more people they need more I, of these. I don't want to get off on a tangent, but this is why TCU Vanderbilt look these schools cost way too much money to go to. And especially as a baseball player, if you're really good, what they do is TCU, Vanderbilt, they talk to their admissions, and they're like, look, you know we need a good baseball team, and we can't get kids to pay $100,000 a year to go to school, and they're a good baseball player. These are smart kids we are recruiting, and they're good at baseball. You need to reserve another five-plus scholarships for our kids to qualify for for educational scholarships. And they're not doing it for dumb kids. They're like, not only are they good at baseball, but they're smart enough to qualify for these scholarships, hold these back for baseball players. So instead of having 11.7 at Vanderbilt, they probably have closer to 20 scholarships, but about eight scholarships there, and they can split them up in different ways, are used for educational scholarships.
3: Uh, Yesterday, uh, the G Bag Nation at 520 did have the big announcement that the Rangers are back through 2027. Kevin, are you happy to have the World Series champions back? Now what?
1: Now we need to win four more World Series in that run. Four I, more?
2: I like on like Twitter four, five, on this years? one. Yeah. Okay. I like three. that Like, now the Rangers have enough money for Montgomery. I have no clue how much we're paying the Rangers, <laughs> but I don't know if it's $25 million a year. It might be. I mean, no, it's free. They, I think it's they zero. Pay, yeah,
3: zero dollars. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how it is. They I just, don't know. I didn't see they the contract. Make their money by selling I think ads. the
2: Rangers should charge more then if they're just putting their product on for free. Yeah.
1: Too late. I don't know we what it is. Already got the deal done. I've never it in four years. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh,
2: Ray Davis. They Lake. already signed it. Ray, you should charge money. For Why this. would you do that,
1: Mike? Well, we want better players, but you want to be able to hear the games when the sun goes down, and so other places don't necessarily give you that option.
2: Yeah,
3: that's a really good fact there. All right, the other thing too. I just had this banana pudding uh pops <laughs> this banana this pudding scatter shooting this right banana here. pudding is fast fantastic thank you very much for bringing this up Bet, pops.
0: Glad you like it came from the red barn barbecue in collieville texas
3: collieville man that is it's gosh, out there that is sweet too it is sweet i've been to Colleyville
2: look at you mike i was out there a month ago for a basketball tournament no, I didn't play in it. I'm not I don't qualify for that oh, Okay, three. all right. I was
3: like, why would why were you playing in a basketball team? I tournament? have a tenth grade education. And Kevin, I know I brought this up in the very first segment of the day. But Netflix is creating an NBA version of quarterback.
2: Uh, but they're not calling it they're not quarterback. They're calling it quarterback. Uh, I don't that's know. I way it's you presented it earlier.
3: But the names are LeBron. Don't want it. Jason Tatum.
2: That'd be interesting.
3: Anthony Edwards, who oh, now man. has a fascinating story. Yeah. Jimmy Butler and Sabonis. Demantis Sabonis. Which one of those guys is the most do you think is the most interesting off-court player? I mean, and then and then on court because you know they show stuff on on the field too.
1: Not to be too much of a prisoner of the moment, but I do feel right now depending on how much they go into, it's got to be Anthony Edwards,
2: right? I am too. Let me ask you this. Does Anthony Edwards remind you of a young Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio? I hate saying that. Like I'm not excited about possibly a dude winning multiple MVPs and you know, it'd be weird if Minnesota became a great basketball team for a long time, but the div- like he was st- he stole the ball. I know they lost the game. He stole the ball three times: once from Kyrie, twice from Luca, as they're doing their dribbling magic. And Anthony Edwards' hands are so good, and his defense and his feet are so good. He was knocking the ball out of Luca's hands. There's only one other guy that can kind of consistently do that when Luca goes into his his dribbling dance routine, and that's Kai, uh, Kawhi Leonard. And so I'm like, dude, this Anthony Edwards looks like he might be developing into the best, not today, mm-hmm. but could be developing into the best all around player in the NBA. So I'm very interested. And he seems to have a good um, attitude and personality that you want to follow. I,
3: I'm i very, again, interested in the side story that he has going on there. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Kawhi didn't have an interesting personality no, by any means. Zero personality. Like, like he was robotic in everything that he did. And I don't know if that was because he was in San Antonio, because since then he's still really, I know he tried to tell us he was a fun guy, uh, but yes, it, did we ever see it truly? So that's a different thing there. But like, I feel like he was always robotic. Maybe it was pop in the spurs that created that uh, along the way. I don't know. But I think, I think that Jimmy Butler is the one that I'm most excited about in that because I think, I think Jimmy Butler is a wild personality too. Maybe that's the best group of personalities. Uh, you say you don't want to see LeBron, but I think there are a lot of other I'm people that want to LeBron's see that. i LeBron's doing this too. just
2: because I feel like he'd be like, I want to do it on my own. Like, I don't want anybody else yeah. on my, my deal. I am LeBron. And nothing, to get, look, I get it. <laughs> Michael Jordan was the same way. He's like, I'm yeah. not doing anything with somebody. Like, it's me. I did Larry Bird and McDonald's. I ain't doing that. You know, I don't care if it's Larry Bird. It's me. You know? You hate LeBron, too?
1: No, I, I, I mean, I don't hate LeBron. I think he's misinformed on several things, or I guess he w- I wish he wouldn't talk down to people as if they were misinformed when he leaves out key bits of information relevant to the conversation.
3: And then Miami Heat did sign Eric Spolstra to a monster $120 million extension. Did
1: you see what has spawned off from all of this? Is. People have been going after his wife on social media or his ex-wife, yeah, I like, guess. Aren't they just getting, finalized the yeah, divorce, yeah. right? On social media for being like, oh, you really dropped the bag on that one and she has been firing back.
3: They on just finalized media. their divorce, Mike, and he gets this deal done. That's pretty brilliant, right? Because if they had she would have gotten part of it had they still been together right
2: i guess so that might have been the I way that he wanted to was. negotiate it maybe they were working yeah, in this off season no and he's like i don't want to do this till my divorce is final
3: Wow. Oh, no i just i yeah i, I, I saw heard, that earlier i, I heard rumors
2: I about ryan sandberg and his situation that i'm not going to share on the air gotcha. but i think that he in a way when he was getting divorced made sure that he wasn't making any money when the divorce became final and Pops,
3: who also brought in this amazing banana I guess I just banana said, pudding. I really,
2: I Jerry Jones, that one really well. You ever been on an airplane, Pops? Uh, yes, I have. I'd right. love for his answer to be no. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. i will be like, this is interesting. How do
3: you travel? Where do you go? All right. You fly Southwest, American Airlines. Okay, both of them. Now, on Southwest, you buy your ticket, and that's just a ticket to get on the plane. You find out what order you're in. You randomly get on at some point. Well, a female passenger has been commended online after refusing to swap seats with a dad so he could sit with his wife and daughter. I know you're thinking to yourself, why would they not? Why would she not let that family sit together? According to an unidentified flyer, she was boarding her flight when she noticed the interloper. I don't know what that means. Occupying her aisle seat. Quote, I kindly asked him to move as he was sitting in the seat I specifically booked and paid more for. Uh, She said she's most comfortable sitting in aisle seats. He refused to move and told me to move to his seat, which was a middle seat. The dad got mad and informed her that the airline had messed up their seating. At that point, a flight attendant came over and forced the man to return to his original seat to make matters worse. The family flashed her dirty looks throughout the flight, you know, because it's the mom and daughter just sitting there going, you wouldn't let us sit with dad or husband or whatever. Is she in the right or was she in the wrong?
2: Yes. She's She's completely right. That's her ticket. Yeah. Like you said, it's not Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines is not a free for all, but it is once you... It's like the party pass. It's it's like whatever's available, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit, but... When you're American Airlines or Delta, you have an assigned seat. Now, if you want to change it, as in you want to sit with your family, you can ask one. But if they say no, you got to break out your wallet and have straight cash, homie. And that's
1: that. He's right. And that's a weird take of no. I'm not gonna move. Instead of going, hey, yeah, he I, I'm never really asked. Sorry, yeah, if he you, never asked her. If you went up because this happened with me and Brandon once before. And if they said no they said no we were going to be like across from each other when he was younger but i go hey i'm really sorry to ask you this this is my son we're in these seats i think we were in the seats like right across from the aisle from each other and they were both aisle seats but he wanted to sit like next next to me because he loves you yeah which is lovely and, but well, we were very polite about it. It's weird to go on the offensive when you're trying to steal someone else's seat.
3: Yeah, when we travel with Lucy, I don't know why it ends
1: up that way. If I go as well, uh, it's. What? Usually- Sorry, we might have some breaking NFL news right there. Pete Carroll, done as head coach of the Seahawks. Wow. Sorry. I'm really intrigued by this story, but I'm breaking news on really 105 The Fan that. is
3: presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today.
1: That might have been a too much of a reaction, but that was more surprising. I'm shocked by anything. it. No, I'm I'm shocked as heck about that. It was
3: dramatic reaction. Yes, that was a very dramatic it reaction. Was.
1: That that actually that was about the person asking me to just move seats rudely. I would have been like, what? Mm-hmm. To Pete Carroll, I was like, oh wow. Does that, mean, he's old? does that mean they're about to get busted by the NCAA? And he has to be like, I know. No, no idea. dude, that happened a he's long time
3: ago, and it's stupid something. the way they did that anyway. That was dumb. That's fair. NCAA's the worst. Always. Right. Wow, that is that is interesting. So Back to you, Kevin.
1: Pete Carroll out as head coach. Are you falling the same? Line though is shocked about it. No, no, no. Sean Alexander in. No, if you're gonna move seats, at least Dan try Quinn's to be going polite. back
3: to Seattle. <laughs> oh no.
2: Mark McGuire's brother finally goes back to Seattle. Dan, <laughs> Dan McGuire. Dan McGuire. New Felix head Hernandez,
3: Hernandez, <laughs> New offensive coordinator. Coming well, up say? next.
2: Sean Kempso available. Your wild <laughs>
3: speculation
1: about anyone you've ever heard related <laughs> to the city of Seattle, Nirvana? potentially being the new Seahawks head coach. Plus, we will power rank the NFL Power Rankings next right on the- Tune in TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law,
0: it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set
3: my world on fire. Yes,
1: and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
4: If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Madela If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame,
1: too, too more, Chris, more.
4: you deserve this ice cold reward. Madela, the markable fighter. Crick Responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Man. Third and goal,
0: and Prescott in the gun. Dowdle to his left. Snap his back, looking right. Throwing it right. Cooks right side of the end zone. Perfect throw, my goodness.
1: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time to power rank the power rankings. 877 1053 If you would like to tell us where you think the Dallas Cowboys will be, and if you missed it in the last segment, is Ian Rappaport. You had a huge reaction <laughs> I to did. this. Or excuse me. Adam Schefter is where I saw it, reporting that Pete Carroll expected to be out as head coach of the Seahawks, which has begun wild speculation, including this from the 325 Sir mix will be in as the head coach of the Seahawks. He's from Seattle. Multiple people are saying Dan Quinn or Ichiro or maybe Broadus knows who the next head coach Jay will be. Jay
3: Buhner. Offensive coordinator for them. What about Ken Griffey Jr.? Why haven't we not named him? He's too busy doing commercials. Blowing bu- blowing bubblegum bubbles.
1: Exactly. Yep. All right. You guys ready to power rank the power rankings? And if you wanna if you wanna send in your <laughs> preposterous predictions. What's gonna
2: be interesting when we did this last week? How much did things change? You know what I'm saying? Like Baltimore has to be one in San Francisco too, right? Both those teams had nothing to play for. So there's no reason you would change those two. Do they? Well, they don't. Wow. If they did, I quit. Oh my gosh. You wish you did could. Did leave. they did they? Now 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 did they? Do you want to go? <laughs> well, it depends on where you pick.
1: <laughs> oh crap. Do you pick CBS sports, the athletic, or NFL.com?
2: The NFL, I think, would accurately rate the NFL. Number one, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, be the Texans. Well, looks like I'm not quitting yet. Number two,
1: the San Francisco. Oh, I'm
2: <laughs> staying around for one more day. <laughs> one more day, yeah. You never know.
1: You got to hold on for one more day.
2: All right, Where they're not from Seattle. Where would you put Pete Carroll? Not Pete Carroll. He's not going to be in Seattle. Well, Buffalo's my number three, but I do think it's between Buffalo and Dallas, Corey. So I will let you choose between Buffalo and Dallas. I, I think, think Dallas. Okay, I'll take Buffalo because they beat the Cowboys, but just barely. It was tied when the game started. <laughs> the
1: it's a good thing you didn't pick the Athletic because both of those would be wrong, man. It just
3: seems like the path in the playoffs is easier. I'm like, is. In the NFC than the AFC. Am I, I wrong agree. about that? Oh, no. Okay. I, I, I do agree. I think that is incorrect. So that's why I went with Dallas.
2: Because I think most likely Pittsburgh's going to lose to Buffalo. I do think Miami's going to beat. I know, but either way, playing Kansas City or playing Miami doesn't seem like a fun thing to do, uh, especially if you are Baltimore and you get Miami as your first game. I know they destroyed them, so maybe they do again, but it's not Edgar Martinez that's going to be the next coach, Tino Martinez. <laughs> um, the they both were there at one point.
3: As as I, know. I know. I was there with a the guy who was yelling at Edgar Martinez at the Rangers game. He was yelling,
4: come on, Tito! Get it! Get the ball, Tino!"
3: I was like, dude, his name is Edgar. And then I was like, oh, I get it
1: now. <laughs> All right. So the answer to that question, I guess, was the Cowboys are third on the NFL.com power rankings with the Bills right. being fourth question. and the Lions' fifth.
2: Is that weird to you guys? I, yes. Buffalo destroyed the Cowboys, and, and it wasn't in October. That it was is. in late December that that game happened. I I, I, do think I stand weird. by.
3: I think that there's the Cowboys are the higher-up team in the NFC, and it's an easier path. So they're just trying to okay. be more right about who's left by the end of the thing. I okay. don't know.
1: That's just my feeling. All right. Now, the one that's really, really different because the CBS one – Pretty similar. Ravens 1, 49ers 2, Cowboys 3, Bills 4, and then they put the Browns in at 5. The Athletic goes in a different direction. Still Baltimore 1, San Francisco 2. The Cleveland Browns are third on this list. The Lions are fourth. The Cowboys are fifth and the Bills are sixth. It's just kind of hard for me to wrap my head around the Browns being third and the Bills being sixth right
2: now. That doesn't make sense to me. I think the Bills are... Well, I guess the Browns are easily going to win their game, too. I think both of those teams win their games. I won't say easily for the Browns, but I do think the Browns win that game, and I do think the Bills easily win their game. Something like, I don't know, 30-0. to I don't know how Pittsburgh's going to score. But, yeah. I mean, they're both... I think they're both going to make it to the second round. And then Cleveland... I guess you know what? I think my I think Miami's going to win too. So I guess Cleveland would then go to Buffalo. I think
3: the Buffalo Pittsburgh game Kevin is going to be one of those stupid like 19 to 7 games, but it's going to be close the whole time. And the reason I say that is because Harbaugh was was like this is the way that Tomlin coaches. Tomlin wants to keep it close and then make a big play and then something like whenever he realizes he isn't he's out-talented. You know, he doesn't have the same sure. talent you have. He has ways that he likes to keep the game close and then have a big play here and there, but I don't <laughs> think they're going to be enough. So I, I do agree with Mike, except for that I don't think it's going to be a 30-point game.
1: Would we like to do quarterback power rankings?
2: I have them right here. I'm, Let's I'm hoping... Go. Oh! Alright, so I'm really confused. I'm going to be honest. I'm really confused oh, no. with these quarterback rankings. I'm trying to read That'd why they up. did what they're doing. So... It says this, well, let me read this kind of paragraph here to give you an idea of what they're doing here for the 14 quarterbacks left. This is how we sort them right now entering the postseason. These power rankings, unlike off-season QB rankings, are focused more on current standing than the bigger picture in an effort to tell the story of each QB's rep- representative rise and fall. I, I'm I'm shocked by these. I, I just oh no. I, I read that myself. Joe Flacco, go, number one. What are they doing? I'm just like, what are they doing here? I don't get this. Who would you say the number one quarterback is on a playoff team right now?
1: Patrick Mahomes. I'm really intrigued I, I to underst- see where this goes. I
2: understand where you're going here. You, Lamar. So, I would guess Lamar easily. Right? He's sense. the easy winner of the MVP. I'm just going to tell you the two that you guys threw out. Patrick Mahomes is number three, and Lamar Jackson is number four. Oh. So I'm I'm what? confused on these rankings just right off of the bat, because if we're going off of this year, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I totally get it, but I just don't think he has a good team. He hasn't played well because of his team. So I'm like Patrick Mahomes. Dak? Dak is number six.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: So as he's going to finish in the top three, I think, in MVP voting, Dak, he's sixth behind number 5, Jalen Hurts. Have they watched football (laughs) lately? Like what? Jalen Hurts, there's an argument that he's turning into Carson Wentz. Like I can't believe this is happening again to the Eagles, and I hope it does. But it looks like they had an MVP candidate who's turning into a guy that you're not even sure if he's a good starting quarterback in the NFL because after Carson Wentz, 2017 season, we're like, great. You know, they got Carson Wentz for the next 10 years that we're right. going to have to deal with. And then 18 happened, and you're like, that wasn't very good, but we'll give him a pass. It'll be okay. And I feel like that's where we're at with Jalen Hurts. It's like, hey, that was a really bad finish for a good seven or eight games. But we're going to give him a pass, and we're going to say he's going to be really good next year. Let's see if he Carson Wentz's this thing. Number one is Brock Purdy. Okay. I mean that doesn't bother me as he's much the, as
3: hurts. He's on the expected best team in the
2: NFC. Here's how they started off. Wait, really? Yeah, that's how. That's where I'm at. So this is CBS Sports. I'm wait, Brock Purdy number one. The 24 year old with only two completed playoff starts. Yes, really. The 49ers have won 19 of their last 23 starts. He's finished since the start of 2022, and while they may say a lot about his setup, it only speaks volumes about his ability to capitalize on it. The kid does everything well from inside the pocket, but he also has the slippery legs and high-level confidence to escape traffic and sling it downfield. It's no wonder his team is favored to go the distance. So they have him with two playoff starts. One where his elbow fell off. Yeah. Is he's the best quarterback in the playoffs. Well, they had to reconstruct it. Number two. (laughs) And slippery legs. Yeah, slippery legs. Yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, number two. Now, I can understand why he's number two. He had a lot of, he had the most touchdowns in the NFL. If you combine passing and running touchdowns, obviously Dak had the most passing touchdowns. So one is Brock Purdy. Two is Josh Allen. I gave you three and four. Three is Patrick Mahomes, and I'm confused on this one a little bit, but I guess they're just going over the history of Mahomes has two championships, two MVPs in the Super Bowl. So we've seen him elevate his game in big moments in the playoffs. But at the same time, nothing has shown me through 17 games that he's ready to elevate with the trash that he has to throw the ball to. Yeah. And so how is Lamar Jackson, who – has elevated his game to the best he's ever been, by Without far. Without maybe his top target, yeah. probably his top target. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes is three, Lamar Jackson is four, and then Jalen Hurts rounds out the top five quarterbacks. I need to read what they say about this trash quarterback the last six <laughs> times he's played football. Like his fellow Super Bowl quarterback in Mahomes, Hurts is getting a slight boost from his playoff track record. Well crap, the dude who's one and one just got the biggest elevation ever. We're elevating a dude because he made the Super Bowl last year. Then we've elevated a dude from number one in a contradictory statement going the dude played one good game against the Cowboys and his elbow fell off five seconds into a football game, but he got elevated for his playoff stature. He proved in 2022, back to Jalen Hurts, that he's got the fortitude to go toe to toe with the best. Yeah like Shlomo Glickstein or whoever the quarterback was last week. Yeah, that was really toe-to-toe there where he got his butt hammered against the Giants, either on the ground or through the air. I haven't seen him run fast in a long time, but he'll need to better control the ball and quickly reestablish downfield chemistry with his weapons if he wants to revive the deflated Eagles. All right, dude, whatever. Is this person like on your enemies yeah, list now? This dude is horrible. Dak Prescott is number six. It says like Lamar Jackson, he had an MVP caliber season for a nicely balanced contender. But the story of his 2023 campaign will come down to whether those prolific numbers translate to big stage results. Prescott Prescott's always been solid at doing the little things right, uh, distributing the ball as a savvy point guard. Can he stay disciplined? went up against elite defenses. Okay, I understand that. Jalen Hurts? What the crap is going on? Corey, just real quick, do you feel like we've
1: entered this space when we talk about being inside of Mike's brain? Is <laughs> we're kind of in there right now where yeah. he's reading and live I'm trying, reacting? Are you guys
2: trying to, as, as an audience right now? I'm confused by, this by that as well. So we're taking, well, Jalen Hurts goes up to number five because he won two playoff games last year. All right. He stinks. Like he is horrible right now. Yeah. Prescott is six. By the way, CJ Stroud is seven. Jordan Love is eight. Matthew Stafford is nine. Tua T is ten. Jared Goff eleven. Baker Mayfield twelve. Joe Flacco 13. And Mason Rudolph have no clue how you're in the playoffs, brother, but congratulations. Is number fourteen. Yeah, based on off this Joe list.
3: Flacco's uh yeah. traje- track record. Yeah, go
2: off his track record. That dude won a Super Bowl. Yeah. What has Jalen Hurts done? Jalen Hurts lost, lost the Super Bowl. Number five. Oh, look at Brock Purdy. Well, we're elevating people because of their playoff status last year. Brock Purdy went one and one. That's I guess he went two and one. Isn't him. that almost the same record as Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott has two playoff wins in his career. Maybe does he have three now? I think he's two and four. Oh, great! No wonder <laughs> he's number six. Dak, pick it up, man. Shouldn't they staff- put Jalen Hurts ahead of you? A guy who runs like he's trying not to, like as my grandfather said, it looks like he's running, he's trying not to have crap fall down his pants. That's the way Jalen Hurts runs the football now because of his knee. He looks
3: hurt. He yeah. looks like he's hurting really bad. Isn't
2: that a great saying? Mm. My grandpa used the word, the S word, instead of crap. I have to change it to that. <laughs> What's but that But he word? said it looks like El- he has crap in his pants, and he's trying not for it to fall down his leg. That's how Jalen Hurts has ran the second half of the season. Couple other, But qu- do it with your legs,
1: Hurts. A couple other quick notes for you. Kawhi has signed a 152 million dollar three year extension with the Clippers. Who? Kawhi,
3: Kawhi? Leonard. Because they're working on extending Paul George like to a
2: million dollars a game, And that he plays in. And <laughs>
1: the <laughs> Michigan win over Washington, not surprisingly, drew a lot more viewers than last year's Georgia win over TCU. Just over 25 million viewers this year, the most since LSU beat Clemson in January of 2020. We're the KNC masterpiece right here. That's Trevor Lawrence. On 1053, the fan. What happened to him after that?
2: He got drafted first the next year. And then what about after that? He made the playoffs. What about now? He just missed the playoffs.
1: Coming up next, let's chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Right here on 105.3 The Fan, KNC masterpiece. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Thank you to DNM Leasing. We got Crosstalk with the G Bag Nation coming up in just one second. But real quick, we've had Pops in with us today. He won KNC for a day via Pieceathon. Helped us raise the most money we ever have for My Possibilities. Wanted to give you a last word right there. If there's anybody you want to shout out, well, I just wanted to shout out to my family. My beautiful wife and my three kids and everybody else. Hey, <laughs> that's good. They get a hey. Good enough right there. Thank you very much. Gentlemen, how is you today?
0: Doing wonderful, Hagee. How about you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. My brain hurts a little bit because of this movie that Woolchuck told me to watch. <laughs> it's called Saltburn. Right. Yep. Saltburn. It's on Amazon Prime. I was More told not bait. to
3: watch that. They said, "Guys, don't watch this movie."
1: Who? I get it. I will tell you that I get it. Okay. There are some shocking things in that movie, and I am not one that shocks easily.
3: Mm.
1: But there's at least three scenes in there that I was like,
0: like Pulp Fiction or Kid shocking.
1: Uh, no, like Pulp Fiction shocking. Okay. Yeah. It goes in a different direction, but it's equal levels of shock in Very terms shocking. Very shocking. What the hell? How did you come across this movie, and what was your take? How would you describe it to people?
5: Oh man, uh, describing it to people, I, I would just say be prepared for certain scenes to be very cringe for you. And I, I don't think this is a movie I would recommend to everybody. I think, like to you, sure. I, 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 you worked a blockbuster. You've I like you quite, pretty I like it quite everything. a bit. <laughs> You're like I don't. There, there's nothing that's too weird or off the wall for me. Nope. I'm surprised at how many people are are seeing this movie's praises. Because it's different. It's a unique type of film. There was a while where I'm like, I don't know if I really like this thing. Uh, and then at the end of it, I was surprised. I didn't see the ending coming. It has a good twist. The fiance liked it a lot. She was making fun of me because some of the scenes that you're talking about, I was like, no, I look away, look away. I don't want to look at this, but... It's an interesting film. If you want something different, check out Saltburn.
3: I have three kids. Should no, I no, don't let them the kids watch it. Sh- no. They like to walk through the rooms frequently. Nope. Should I just be nope. ready for the pause button or just wait till they're all in bed? But
1: you need to, like, keep the remote in your hands okay, at all right. times. Pause button. Did you like my running commentary to you
5: texting it was back so good. what I was watching? It was so good. There's a vampire-like blood scene between, uh, you know, a sister and a best friend kind of thing. And then it's we've got drinking a bathwater. water. Then we've got Graves being somewhat loved on, I think is the best way that I can describe that. Yeah, there's a lot that's happening. It's trippy and weird.
1: Yes. Okay. To all of that. But I will tell you, I thought it was good. (laughs) So did my wife, even though it was super-duper weird. Now, Broadus, I apologize if you don't want to relive this, but we were talking (laughs) about the back-to-back-to-back Green Bay Cowboys playoff games. Have you... Been able to block those out of your mind, or which one stung the most? Was it naturally the NFC championship game?
4: Oh, no, it's always, yeah, with the chance to go. We we did a great job playing against the 49ers. It was the Cowboys. And I heard you guys talking about Reggie White and, you know, and having Williams. to deal with yeah. Eric Williams. And I, I always, I'll never forget to sit in candlestick park and Reggie White was in his locker. And, you know, everybody's happy about getting to play the Cowboys in the championship game. And Reggie's, I'm like, Rev, what's wrong? And he goes, it's Eric Williams, man. It's Eric Williams. Yeah, he, he wanted nothing to do with Eric Williams. He, why is that? He just, Eric Williams would uh, hit him in the crotch, poke him in the eyes, hit him in the throat. You know, er- Eric Williams was, it would play Reggie White really dirty. And, and no one ever played Reggie that way. And Eric could get away with it. And uh, so that was a problem. Reggie was always trying to combat. There was almost every offensive tackle in the league he could handle. He could not handle playing, uh, playing Eric that way because Eric would, like I say, would just kind of gouge him, punch him, spit on him. I mean, all kinds of things were going on in those games. So, yeah, it was tough for Reggie to in that matchup.
1: Man, it's, we talked about the Mavericks a little bit, but it's probably not a good sign when your head coach says, yeah, energy was flat. We tried everybody. We just couldn't find energy. That's probably not what you want to hear, right?
0: No, it's not. And it just tells me that they're not taking pages out of, uh, you know, guys like Sean Lee's book. Because we know Sean Lee used to keep coffee in his sideline Gatorade bottle. Mm -hmm. You know, it's things like that. When you really want to get taken to the next level, obviously you don't have enough energy. Of course, you're an adult. You got crap going on. Drink your dang coffee, dude. Get your caffeine in you.
1: Is that all it takes for you to just turn it around? Right. I
0: mean, I think I speak for us all. Just get your gosh dang yeah, coffee. Quick sniffy. You don't even have to go uh, to Sean Lee. You know, you could go to uh, your own coaching staff and Daryl Armstrong. You know, and a guy who had coffee under his seat on the bench during his NBA career. You know, he's a guy that didn't want to, you know, get caught with low energy because it's embarrassing when you're paid professionally, you can't even try your hardest.
1: And then and then we heard the news just a little bit ago, maybe like thirty five minutes ago, Pete Carroll out yeah. with the Seahawks. Is that a surprise? Obviously, I was surprised.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. Done. You know, I I thought that this was a resurgent year. I thought they'd moved on from Russell Wilson and found a pretty good winning formula and maybe they just needed to um, you know, improve the defense a little bit. And that was a that was a project I could see them tackling and being like, dude, we can do this next year. But you know, I'll, I'll tip my cap to them for, you know, being forward-thinking and not being stuck to the past because they moved on from, you know, borderline Hall of Fame quarterback and Hall of Fame coach in back-to-back off seasons. That takes stones. That yeah. takes cajones to do that as a leader.
4: John won't tell me what he's trying to do. Okay. But what I understand from John is that there's, there's a couple of guys out there that make sense. One of them being Mike Vrabel is the one guy that he would look at, and Dan Quinn. Those two guys make sense. But John's got to retool his team. You know, he's got, like, some veteran players and stuff like that. So he, he's also thinking about long-term, Compete Carroll at 72 years old give him what he needs for the retool of his team? So that's, I believe, that's why they, they've made this move, is because John would like to have somebody younger in there with what he's about to do to his team.
3: It sounds like Dan Quinn's going to Seattle.
4: Yeah, and Dan Quinn, yeah. likes he
3: likes to coach the young players too oh, no. and, 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 and teach them. And
4: Dan is very good. Every personal guy that I've ever talked to loves working with Dan and because he'll roll up his sleeves and get in there and evaluate with you. He loves going to workouts. Sometimes his opinion's been really good. Sometimes he's missed on some guys. Those two Kentucky kids he missed on, you know, but you know, there's others that he's gotten right, and so – I, I you know, I, I could see what John's trying to do here because of 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 his team. And uh, you know, and and there's some guys out there, some legitimate candidates. You you don't want to miss the opportunity to on on potentially Dan Quinn or, or Mike Vrabel, you know, it's depending on uh, there's whispers now that, that, that Belichick's gonna stay in New England. Yeah. So if that's the case, then maybe Mike Vrabel doesn't have a place to go there or he would like to go right now. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as
0: always. Thanks for asking. Heggy. we will continue to discuss that storyline uh, after the break here at the top of the hour. And do we think Dan Quinn's going to Seattle plus Mike Golick Jr. is going to join us again. He's coming up at three and David Hellman at four.
1: Outstanding Hollywood. David Hellman coming up at four. Roll home with the G bag nation. We have been the KC masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow. 10 a.m. To 2 p.m. Right here on 105. The fan. Say good night, pops. Good night, Pops. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of
0: law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes,
1: and even podcasts. One Whatever one you one love, one hear it right here. here
0: Up to 4 lines via virtual prepaid card allowed 15 days qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required card has no cash access and expires in 6 months oh, oh.